What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, welcome to This Is Now. I am your host, Brian Melville. Welcome to the show where we'll pretty much talk about anything as long as it's happening now. And can't believe it. We're here we are just doing our second episode. And, uh, you know, I was just feeling motivated, inspired, and I wanted to make sure that I continued on this path and staying in massive action. I think that far too frequently, um, you know, we set out on, with these big plans and ambitions and just, I think the most important thing you can do is just go execute, not worry about it being perfect. Uh, I had read something tonight from Gary Vaynerchuk, for those of you who are familiar with him, uh, pretty smart guy. I think he always just talks about the hustle and the grind and the doing and the, you know, no excuses, you know, <laughs> never dying, no days off. You know, I, I get it. Like this stuff's great. Uh, but the thing that I had read tonight that I found pretty interesting was that, you know, he said, in other words, your first podcast is going to suck. Your first video is going to suck. Your first acting gig is going to suck. Your first whatever is going to suck. And it's not until you just keep going and you get to number 50, of whatever that thing is, that you're going to start to see some measurable results and things are going to start to get better. I mean, podcasting is something that's completely new to me. Uh, so here we are, number two. Hopefully it'll be better than number one. Number one was an intro, so it'd be pretty... The bar was pretty low, I'm thinking here. So for us to maybe talk about something uh, topical might make more sense as far as raising the bar. Uh, but, you know, I had done a lot of videos and things for years. I was an early adopter of video for my business of real estate. Uh, for those not familiar with what I do, I am a, a real estate broker right here in the LA, northern LA County region. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've always been fascinated with was marketing and doing videos. And too many times I, I speak with agents about real estate and uh, they're so deathly afraid of video and marketing. And so it leaves you in a place of inaction. It leaves you in a place of being very irrelevant and, and a position, you know, potentially a very disruptable position, you know, where you might find yourself obsolete. I mean, you've got to keep moving with the times. I mean, if you're not able to do video, you're not able to engage with people on a video format or even speaking like this onto a podcast, these types of things is going to improve your engagement, right? And if you can't meet your potential client, you know, your business opportunities, these people that are going to transact with you, if you can't meet them where they are, you're done for, you know? So video is a, is a great example of something that I kind of worked at and worked at and just kind of kept going. I used to use this flip camera. I don't know how many of you ever remember that. Flip camera was kind of cool. I remember it just, it was real simple. Like it was just a, a white box with a lens on it and a red button. And you just pointed at yourself and you couldn't see what you were recording but you just hope to God that it was okay and you just turn it on yourself and you would talk and the sound quality was shit. And I remember the video being just a little poor, but you know what? Those early days really got me inspired and stoked on just kind of creating, just do it. Who cares? I mean, <laughs> growing up with a skateboard, we always had a video camera and we were always doing prank type videos and doing silly stuff. So it wasn't like a big stretch for me to pick up a camera, but I guess to, to Gary Vaynerchuk's point, tying this all back together here real quick, is that, yeah, your first videos suck, you know, and your first anything really sucks, but it's only that repetition that kind of really, it builds that muscle memory, that, that strength, that endurance, that ability to continue on and do. And look, you're not going to achieve mastery until you do something a lot. 
I think there's something that they call the 10,000 hour rule. Don't quote me on that as being an official theory, but there's something that uh, a lot of, of people discuss, whether it be professional athletes, musicians, or otherwise, that uh, the 10,000 hour rule is just something that, uh, well, it's kind of like, hey, listen, um, you got to do something 10,000 hours before you can even get remotely good at it. And and I would say this, that, uh, you know, as a person who sucks at the guitar, I had to work at it. That's that's something that I have to focus on. But what I have noticed is the more that you play it, right, you can't complain and say, well, I'm awful at this. I'm not good. Well, of course you're not good. And if you don't spend any time ta- uh, <laughs> with that instrument or with that activity or, or practicing and, and trying to get better, of course you're going to be horrible. So, you know, I, I just think it's funny. There's a lot of people who've almost quit before they started, if that makes any sense, right? Like, oh, I'm, I just suck at the guitar. Well, how many hours did you play this week? Well, zero. Okay, well, no shit, man. That's what's going to happen. You're going you're gonna to suck horribly for spending zero time on it. So how much time do you want to spend on it? And then herein lies the question. What do you want to spend your time on? What's the highest and best use of your valuable time, right? You know, there's, there's something to be said about, okay, I have a business, I have a career, I have something that I have to promote and market that sustains me. But then there's always the, the, the hobby and the creative and the things that sort of satisfy you in another way that are very fulfilling, right? So trying to find ways to, to blend all of that together is kind of like the perfect opportunity, you see? And I think that that's something that I personally had discovered uh, coming up in, you know, the skateboarding counterculture, being a little creative, uh, it was very much like individualistic and an expression of who you were personally, right down from the style, the aesthetic, the attitude, right? I mean, in case you can't tell, sometimes people who know me, like I have a little bit of an edge. I have an attitude at times. It's just the way it goes. That's just how I came up. It's who I am. It's in my DNA. I got tired of trying to change it, right? So, but but those individualistic activities, those things, like they really kind of they lay the groundwork as you as you become an older person. I mean, again, I'm 49 years old at the time of this recording, and uh, this stuff carries with me still to this day, very much so. And, and and when you take some of those early experiences of creativity and passion, and then you can blend those with now the business pursuits and the entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit, you know, a business or, or something that you're doing. In my case, you know, the business of real estate is what I do. Uh, and, and I love it. But but what, I guess what I'm getting at is the, the aspect of this, of being able to sort of blend and kind of enhance the experience of business with the creative, right? All of these things, right? Like being able to produce a podcast, being able to make and edit my own videos, being able to write my own music if I really wanted to. I have the ability and the know-how to do this, like through software and programs and things that I use, but that, that, that ultimate like self-reliance, that sort of just work ethic of like, I'm not going to wait for somebody. So everything that I've ever learned was born out of necessity, I didn't want to be reliant or waiting on somebody when deadlines were there or I needed something in a pinch or nothing worse, nothing more defeating. I think if you guys can go with me on this as you in, in places in life where you find yourself stuck, well, I just don't know how to do that. Hmm. Okay. So are you going to let your business collapse or are you going to let that dream die all because you didn't know how to do something? <laughs> 
please don't do that. And, and we all feel it, by the way. And there's always some clever, really super smart person, online guru is going to tell you, well, don't get hung up on the how. Just go find a way. Okay, listen, that sounds awesome. And there, there is some truth in that, you know, meaning you've got to get resourceful and find a way. But at the end of the day, like, if you can't find somebody, then go learn it, right? That's how I live. So, you know, I, anything that I don't know how to do, I find a way to learn it somehow, some way. I might not be amazing at it, right? Back to my first point, your first whatever is going to suck. Your first time trying graphic design is going to suck. Your first time messing around with Logic Pro to record music sucks. The first time you play the guitar sucks. The first time you ever sat down in front of a home buyer or home seller in their home trying to give a presentation, it's going to suck, right? The first time you write a contract and you fuck it up, that sucks. But we've all been there. And I guess what I'm getting at is (laughs) everything is going to suck in the beginning unless you spend some time on it. Everything is going to suck unless you can find a way to blend some of your passions and really add to the work, right? And sometimes you hear that saying, (laughs) we hear it a lot. You know, if you love what you do, you'll never work another day in your life. I mean, listen, if, if any of you are familiar with flow state, there is something to be said about flow state. It's incredible. There's just something about being so in the zone where time flies. Excuse me. Like 15 minutes, it feels like has passed, but it's been six hours, right? I'll be up here in the studio doing stuff or trying to design t-shirts for a little business that I've been working on, right? And what happens? My wife's like, are you coming down? I'll get a text. Oh, shoot. Well, how long have I been up here? Oh, like five hours. No, (laughs) I'll be right down. And then in typical guy fashion, it's like, I'll be right down or I'm on my way or I'm really close by means it's probably another hour or you're much further away, right? Guys, go with me on this. If you're uh, married or you have a relationship with anyone, you know how this goes. We always pull this crap. But but flow state is like a really great thing. And, and if you can find a way to get into those flow states with your business and your life, like time disappears. And it's very much a, uh, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, gosh, probably need water here, Uh, a welcome distraction from stuff at times, you know, not everything needs to be all work. And and one thing I'll tell you what, like, listen, one thing I have learned during this entire sort of pandemic COVID era, which I hate, okay, but there's been some gifts here. And I realized how much I was working my ass to the bone unnecessarily, how much work and busy work I was creating for myself that didn't really need to be done. I realized how many lies I was telling myself about this must be done or this is important when it actually was not important at all. I found and exposed areas of my life during this time that led to massive improvement, and I think that's fantastic. So if, you, if you're trying to look at the bright side, there's always something to learn, right? You know, and, and, and with business life, and COVID, I've learned some of these valuable lessons about what I was doing. But now I've kind of, you know, bringing this back again, <laughs> using this time to learn new skills, right? There's people who have been doing really amazing things during COVID and building themselves up and creating opportunities, right? And then there's other people who have just been like, they're on death's door, right? My home life's fucked. My business is over. I don't know what to do. 
my client. I've had people call me, Brian, I don't know what to do. How am I going to pay my mortgage? I mean, this was like on day one of lockdown and I had phone calls from, you know, people like, what do I do? And that's a normal response, by the way. But, you know, I had to give some tough love to some people and I just had to say, get resourceful, suck it up, be strong. Who do you need to be in your family life to pull through this, right? Because this too shall pass. And, and some people immediately go to that, oh no, how am I going to get out of this? And then resourceful people just say, hallelujah, what am I going to do right now to pull myself through this? I'm just going to go create an opportunity for myself. I think fortunately for me, at least in my life here, in my direct sphere of influence and people that I serve, almost everybody has been relatively unfazed, meaning they have jobs where they were able to work from home and family life is fairly stable aside from, you know, the obvious having to be a teacher and worrying about childcare and getting to work and making your house, your workplace, these types of things. But having a vision and a plan for your life and a sort of like an inner guiding voice telling you, I'm going to pull through no matter what. I think that those types of people really have shined during this pandemic. And that's not to dismiss, be dismissive at all in any way of anybody else. But I just think like, I just want to focus on the positive. That's all I've, that's all you really can do, right? Because life will go on. And I think identifying new opportunities for yourself, building new skills, finding new, exciting things, finding new passions. And I think it's important, but you know, something really going, I'm going to, I'm just kind of all over the place, but that's fine. Uh, This is just how my brain works. So deal with it. Um, one thing that I did say early on in this is that there's some people who received, you know, stimulus checks, which for some people were more than what they were making at the time, depending on your job. And I think that there was a handful of people who just kind of said, you know what, for the first time, like I said, like I found these holes and these flaws and these things that needed to be corrected in my business and my life because of COVID. Some people were like, man, I'd hated that job for so long. And I kept telling myself, I'm going to quit. I'll quit next week. I'll start looking for a new job sooner or later, right? You guys with me on this? You know, there's a lot of a lot of that. That's human nature, by the way. I want a better opportunity for myself. So uh, I hate working for this person. This job's dead end. I'm not feeling like I'm getting anywhere, but I need a paycheck. So when some of these paychecks started to come in in the form of stimulus money, and then it was more money than what they were getting, and they finally had a moment to sort of like, hit the pressure relief valve of their life. Like, wow. Can you feel that? Like literally, you just slow down. I'm just going to breathe. And now you've got some money and you have an uncertain time and you were tired. And all of a sudden, you're like, what the fuck was I going to do with my life? And I think some of those people were like, they have to go stare themselves in the mirror and they have to go to their family and say, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry that I wasn't honest enough with you and myself to change my situation sooner, right? And now I finally feel a little bit of peace amidst all of this chaos. And financially, it feels better. Even, you know, it's a short term. It's almost like a, like a dopamine hit. It's like, oh, I've got some money. It's more than I was making doing that job that I couldn't stand. And yes, the world might be falling to pieces. I'm not sure, (laughs) but here we are. I can't fault anybody for that. And I guess what I'm trying to get to here is that (sighs) your first everything is going to suck. 
And if there's things that you wanted to do, don't delay. Don't let a single freaking moment pass without trying to take a step in the right direction, right? I think that's the most important thing you can do is try to identify what can I do now to make it my first thing, right? I started this podcast a week ago. I posted my first episode yesterday. I had no idea when the inspiration was going to hit. And here we are. I'm already 16 minutes into episode number two, feeling like I'm in flow state. And I'm not even talking to anybody. I'm sitting here in my studio in the dark with just some blue lights on, vibing out. It's amazing, right? And then, you know, the sort of like effect of that as this carries over and cascades into other areas of my life is going to be that like, I'm going to feel a little more rejuvenated, right? And believe me, (laughs) I'm going to share with you guys some real estate stuff as well, because this is something I'm very, very passionate about. But you know, that's the point about me doing this podcast in the first place is I just want to be able to like sort of brain dump and share with you some stuff that might get you inspired, hopefully relate to something that you're feeling though, especially during these times, right? And then maybe that'll kick you into gear. Maybe that'll inspire you in some way to take some action. And I think really at the end of the day it would be a job well done if I could reach even one person with that kind of message. So, you know... <laughs> Don't fret during these times. Things are a little weird. That's it's not even a, a point worth arguing. Things are weird. But at the end of the day, you have a life to live. You have the gift and the privilege of this life. You know, make the most of it. Find things that you want to do and don't wait to do them. I'm not going to be happy when. No, you got to be happy now. I'm going to make money later on when I start this thing. No start it now. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be nicer to my kids. (sighs) If I can just get past this hurdle at work, things have been crazy. No, start now. I'm going to love on my spouse a little more once we can get through this rough patch. Well, then go figure it out now and be better today. Right now, this second, like literally turn off the freaking podcast, go downstairs and give your spouse a kiss and say, I love you. You're important to me. You mean everything to me, and my life is better with you in it. And that's another whole podcast that we'll get to at some point, because I'm 21 years into my relationship. I think I know a thing or two about how, knowing how to make these things work. So you know, at the end of the day, you guys, uh, this is just all about life. It's all about passion, inspiration, motivation. I think uh, just know that no one is ever perfect. Nothing is going to be perfect, and don't plan yourself to death. Just go freaking execute because your first something really is going to suck and you just have to acknowledge that and you have to be okay with it and you just have to move on from there with power and action and just intention, right? And I texted my friend Scott today who's going to end up being my first guest. (laughs) On a text that we had this morning, I just said, man, intention matters and it does What you choose to do right now, everybody, is everything. Start with some intention. Know that you're going to suck. Know that you're going to fail. And be okay with failing and being shitty because this is life. But if you keep going, if you can keep building those reps, building that strength, you're going to be much better tomorrow than you were today. And when you get to number 50 or whatever that thing is, you're going to be great. And when you spend 10,000 hours on that thing, guess what? going to be a master. And all I want to do is make sure that I can help you guys 
along that journey. So you know what? I appreciate you listening. Thanks for tuning in and uh, move forward with power. Be excellent. Just be an awesome human being. This is now.